Hi there, this is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. And today is March 19, 2023, Sunday. And uh, just sitting here thinking about what I have been reviewing with my children this week. Uh, as you know, I started the Seeds We Plant podcast series uh, last week with the word of perseverance. And it was over a, a year ago. It was a thought that was in my head because when I was at one of the churches, when we lived in Ohio, um, I was asked to help with Bible study. And not too long after that, we ended up moving um, to Oregon. And so um, with you know Corona, we were going to church and then coronavirus hit. And then now we've <laughs> relocated to somewhere else. But it was one of the thoughts I had that virtues, if we instill virtues in our children consistency, consistently, not just by what we say, but what we do, what difference would that make in our world today? Because as you know, as a mother of two, a boy and a girl, at one point, you know, I wanted to have children. I, I visualized, I requested to the universe to have a curly head boy and girl. I requested my husband with certain features. Um, and that came true, that came to fruition. But at one point after this request, when I was in my 20s, I, I requested in my, six, in my teens, and when I was in my 20s, I, I, for a moment, I let fear take over my mind that Maybe I didn't want to bring children in the world because I had saw, I had seen so much violence in the world. And it was in that same setting where I was in St. Louis. I can't tell you how many days or, um, you know, it, it probably was a few days. I don't know, one or two or days, or maybe it was that day that I said, wait a minute, you know, I, I grew up with um, things happening in my life experiences, you know, uh, being raised by a, a single mother, you know. Um, just a bunch of other stuff. And I turned out okay, you know, and I turned out okay, primarily, I believe, because of the seeds that were sown in my fertile ground when things were happening or where things had happened. My mother's words of wisdom, you know, her life principles or her lessons that she learned from life that I turned into life principles uh, for me and uh, reading the Bible and all of that, you know, I believe has helped me to weather life storms. So when you know better, when you know what to do, the hope is that you will do better. When you realize things have that have impacted your life in a positive way, for those that we love, it's like you want to share that with them. And so that thought of having, you know, uh, running Bible study with these virtues. I made up a binder, binder and grabbed all these virtues and wrote the definitions. And I was going to do it, you know, every week. And lo and behold, the thought came back to me um, about a year or so ago. And uh, since then, I have I um, found the virtues because I couldn't find the, the folder, you know, through the move. I I don't know what happened to it, but I, I had looked online and um, the thought came to me about sharing virtues. And I looked online and I found 52 virtues. And so about every week, 
I've been um, holding this discussion because originally, like I said, we were doing Bible study, breakfast and Bible and devotion is what it was called because, you know, I was I was teaching my children at home, homeschool, and then they went started going to online school. And so um, for almost a year in June, every week we've been just reviewing um, virtues, trying to every week anyway. And uh, if I didn't review the virtue, then I, I talked about, you know, previous virtue, if I didn't review a new one. But um, last week is when I started sharing and I thought about, you know, let me just share this uncreated generational love cycle that, you know, the power of words, the power of conversation, understanding that it's not what it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's important what we say, but the words that we use to get the message across and purposefulness is the word that we've been discussing, reviewing this week. And purposefulness is understanding that your life has purpose. You know, it, it falls into my belief that no event gives you an identity determines who you are. And for both my children, both of them started their crafts. Um, Cam started karate around three and a half. Kayla started dancing around three and a half too as well. And they both love. And, you know, since our relocation, um, we have been uh, trying to get resettled and plan to get our children back into those events um, in the summer. Um, Cam wanting, you know, loving karate, loving Japanese and Kayla loving dancing music and singing and, um, you know, just, just really hoping and, and, and letting them understand that you are here for reasons. And I would tell, I tell them this almost, you know, as often as I can remember, you know, not trying to be obsessive about it, but trying to really speak from my heart. And I think that's important for us as parents, as spiritual um, guiders, we, we are here to guide our children to unraveling, to, to embodying and unraveling and nourishing and expressing their purpose in life. And, you know, Miles Monroe has this, um, Miles Monroe, if you remember him, um, he is no longer with us in human form, but he he said that when purpose is not known, when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. And it's no wonder we see, you know, uh, rates of violence. We have suicide and homicide and, you know, how those rates were um, at, at one, I think the all time high or, or very high during the coronavirus 2020 and how we still have, you know, mental health diagnosis every, you know, that are that are rising yearly. And we still have homicides and we still have um, hatred and bitterness and violence. You know, every day, men, women, children, we go through life and have experiences that often have us questioning who we are and do we belong here. And I've often stated that our birth justified us. We are here for divine reasons. We are here to reflect the truth 
uh, creator, the higher intelligence, or whatever it is that you ha- you call this higher power, made us in its image. It is the power within us that keeps our organs working the way they do. Something that even scientists and doctors, you know, healthcare providers don't quite understand this miraculous power that we have in us that can heal us from the inside out. Miraculous healings of cancer and all other conditions. That our body is this, this, this portion of this, this energy, this loving energy that is in the world. And I know, you know, there are things that happen in our experience, in our, in our life along our earth's journey, again, that can have us questioning who we are, even as parents. Many of us are still even wondering who we are. You know, sometimes unconsciously and consciously, we can pose barriers um, in front of our children. Because sometimes we may say, well, why should your life be any better than mine? Because mine was like this. I want you to experience and, and hear me. If, if you don't believe, I want you, some may think, I want you to experience what I experienced. Because sometimes we don't know how to release that pain. And instead of releasing it, sometimes unconsciously and consciously, we share it. And we tend to overlook, you know, experiences that our children have because we're so still wounded in our own pain that we don't see the things that they love. We, we don't take time to really hear them and to understand what, what brings them so much joy and excitement in them that we're so still caught on us in our pain. And so it, it's, it, it unfortunately can be a barrier, our emotions and our feelings that have not been dealt with, the perspectives that we take on with life experiences can turn out being unhealthy and can spread just like a virus, like the coronavirus, through our family, our generations, the hatred, the resentment, the bitterness, And we have to take time to heal our own wounds. To put our life in a healthier perspective so that we can be open to our children, to helping them, bringing out the best in them, helping them to bring out their gifts and talents that are within them. That instead of children, not this, this, this many of us that grew up with the the thought that children should not they should be seen and not heard children need need to be seen and heard because if you look back on your pain more than likely you have it because you felt you weren't seen or heard and remember the definition of insanity right you keep doing something the same way and expecting the same results and it's not to call anybody insanity, but it is really to to increase in, insane or it, it really is to increase awareness. Awareness, because the very cycle that we are we are breaking, that we are trying to break is built on these thoughts. These thoughts somehow that have shaped us into individuals who Um, use divisive words into individuals who are jealous or intimidated by others because 
what they do and their gifts and talents. And there's no need for jealousy because everybody's task is divine. Divine. Everybody's gift is divine. Everybody has a role to play in this life, a very important role. There's no task or title that is more important than the other. So I, you know, I, it's so important for, again, for us to heal our wounds. Another thing that I wanted to bring up is that um, sometimes we feel like our children should live out our dreams, our, I'm sorry, our unsex, un, what we feel are un, unsuccessful dreams, that you should do what I, what I wanted to do. And often we have shut the door to those other possibilities that may we we may have missed becoming a doctor or a nurse or, or a teacher or whatever it is it is and then again have we really is there any way that you can still any creative way that you can think about that you could still be in the profession that you feel so closely entwined with intertwined with that your life is not long over as long as you can breathe, as long as you can speak. And even if you can't speak, there are millions, there are people who have who have continued to live their life, passions. You know of it, music, art, physically challenged, right? And, and is it even physically challenged? <laughs> it's more of that they found a creative way to express their being. That God is not limited. This higher intelligence is not limited. And often we want to limit it, thinking that you can't be greater than me. You can't do that because then who am I? You are still a divine spirit wrapped up in human cloth here on a divine mission. And so are your children. What do we do? We discuss with our children these virtues purposefulness. What is your purpose, my child? What is it that you want to do in life? What makes you sing? What what joy do you have inside of you? What, what do you like? Look, be observant to what our children like. What do you like? What drives you? How can we incorporate that in your life so that you can become more of it? Because I believe often we shut our childhood up because of things that happen. And within our childhood, it are those gifts that are closely at the surface. In our childhood, we are closely, I believe, um, closely one with this infinite intelligence, this, this spirit. You know, you look at babies and they're looking around and when, when children can say some of the most profound things, it's because of their relationship with the higher power. Again, asking our children what they like, make ourselves available. It's not that we don't have time. It's through what do we consider? Oh my gosh. Because what I say to you, I say to myself, what is a priority in our life, in our lives? What make learning about our children a priority? They too have divine gifts. They too are our teachers. As we are theirs and and we are students and they are students. Purposefulness. How can you have that conversation? We're, you know, if you're living in the Midwest or in these 
cold uh, states <laughs> are, you know, how can we, as spring is about to come around, it's tomorrow spring, right? Spring is about to come around, springing forward, springing with the new mindset that I'm going to break this generational cycle of pain, that those things that I experience, my children do not have to experience, that my children, they are here for divine reasons as I am that I need to heal my wounds so that I can be there for them to help them to express divineness in them. And as we help others, you guys, that is a way that we help ourselves, that we fall in love again with those things that we enjoyed in our childhood, with those things that make us sing and artistic works, drawing, painting, you know, decorating, playing the piano, dancing, guitar, our thoughts and being able to control our mind. You know, there, there's so much that we have inside of us. We have not even tapped into that power because we're so caught up in our wounds. We're so caught up. And so how can you make this week or today about purposefulness? One action of asking your child, what is it that you like? One action. Look at their face when you ask them that. How can we be more involved in our children? How can we be present and not living in the past? How can we bring the lessons from the past to the future to create the generational love cycle that we want, to create the legacy that is worth fighting for. This is Tamika Chambers with Create a Generational Love Cycle. I hope you've enjoyed um, this podcast today. And I hope that I have provided some nuggets of information, some valuable information for you. All right, you guys, as always, what I say, make this lifetime great because guess what? No matter what, you still can. You are a creative being. You're not limited. You're more, as the Course of Miracles says, you're more powerful than you know. I'll talk to you guys soon.